money decisions. Maybe it's just me, but when it comes to making a money decision, like I have to research and research and research. Like I will read every review under the sun. I will do homework for days before deciding to buy something that's more than like $200. And that's not a hard limit. Do you guys do that? I do that. I'm an obsessive researcher. I think it really, for me, depends on what it is. If it's like video equipment, I might, because I enjoy it, I'll spend a lot of time doing it. But if it's something that I just want to get over with and just have it, I'll just buy it randomly. <laughs> does that make sense? It does make sense. I will tell you the one thing I haven't researched before I bought it was plants and if you know anything about certain types of plants they can be jerks and so i think it's really important to research plants before you buy that's a lot of you're throwing a lot of shade on plants with that statement i have some hard feelings towards my fiddly fig plant <laughs> that i threw in the dumpster it was the most finicky plant ever i'm just angry about it you have to shake them you have to shower them they get upset if you move them across the room. Just do your research before you become a plant parent. You have to shake the plant? Yes. So I'm part of a fiddle leaf fig Facebook group. And fiddle leaf figs are super skinny. They have like a really skinny trunk on them and really big leaves. But mainly only at the top. So you're supposed to grab their trunk and kind of shake it a little bit to simulate the wind because they're actually outside plants. So helps make them stronger, feel good, like they're in the real environment. That does seem like a really high maintenance plant. And they are so emotionally unstable. If they just cannot function. Like if you move them a little bit to the left, they just have a meltdown. They start to die. I had no idea that there was that much homework that went into plants. I could absolutely have my own podcast just about the strong negative feelings I have towards fiddle leaf I know that I've brought up the inflatable couch before, but when it comes to money decisions, I think it makes sense to talk about again. Here's a quick story. We got rid of our couch on a whim because I don't even know why. Oh, it was big pickup, so I wanted to get rid of the couch. So we got rid of the couch, but then winter is coming, and I love to watch movies while we sit in front of the fire, and we have no place to sit. So am I going to go buy a couch? No, the kids are going to ruin it. So what am I going to do? I'm going to buy an inflatable couch and then we can take it down and we can do whatever. And then now it lasted two weeks. And I did get to watch a couple movies on the couch in front of the fire, but <laughs> now I took it down. And Did you make sure it wasn't meltable? <laughs> something about inflatable. Can I just say? So you're saying yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like something about an inflatable couch right in front of a fireplace doesn't seem, I don't know. <laughs> what could go wrong though? <laughs> Like, that's the kind of thing that I would have expected to capture or to take away from reviews. Like, I would have done it, like, can I use an inflatable piece of furniture in front of a fire? Like, that'd be good to know before making that purchase for me, I guess. Yeah, these are questions I probably should ask <laughs> Are you going to use it by a fire pit outside, too, <laughs> just to complete the circle of life or no, but <laughs> death I can, of the couch, I, as it were? I can see into the future, <laughs> and I know that one of my kids is going to run up to it with a holding a stick and just be like, I'm ready for the movie and stab right into the couch and it's going to go. Brrr. I just picture you making s'mores in the hot end of the <laughs> s'more roaster. What do you, what are those actually called? I, I don't know, but going through the couch and then, you know, you'd have to like keep it in there. If you're thinking about doing research before making that purchase, it just depends on what value it has to you or how soon you need it. Like, like, what advice could we give someone who is thinking about making a major purchase 
You would never say like, don't do your homework. Like, oh, just go buy it. It's going to be fine. You're spending hundreds of dollars. Maybe you'll only use it once and then throw it in the closet or whatever. So that like, don't do that. Do your homework, right? <laughs> I know a question I always ask people is, do you really need that? Or do you have something that would work just as well already? Let's say, you know, you're looking for an Instant Pot. Well, do you really need the Instant Pot? Or can you just keep using your crock pot and it'll just take more time? You know, so thinking about those types of things. Like, do you have something that can already do the job that you're wanting this new item for? And there's, I think that's applies to so many products. There's like a cheapo version of it. That's sort of a middle of the road one. And then like the best possible one that you can buy, right? So I've heard the advice expressed, buy the cheap thing, use it until it breaks, and then decide if you actually needed the more expensive one after you found out what it was like to own the cheap one. So that's good advice. See, and I did that with the couch is I knew, I knew that I wasn't going to buy an expensive couch. So I went with the cheaper version because I thought, hey, I can live with it for a year and then decide whether we need to do that or something like that. But my advice is I probably should have talked to you two about your concerns about inflatable couch before I went and bought it. So maybe talking to people <laughs> or just polling the audience and reading reviews and just, I mean, there's so much information. We work hard for our money, so we should really take the time to figure out how we want to spend it. I know something I always think about is how many hours of working my job is it going to take me to buy that item and is it worth it to me to have to work that many hours to buy it so even if you love your job i love my job i have the best job ever um you know working 10 hours to pay off a new apple watch might be not, like might not be worth it to me so is it something i can save up for is it something i can live without um just kind of puts that in perspective one thing I always used to teach college students was that you can divide out the number of classes that you are going to have by what you paid for that class in tuition to get the cost per class. Now, when you actually do that and it comes out to like $65 a class, you know, ideally you're going to be more motivated to actually make it to class and not skip. But it can be really eye-opening for how much money you're actually losing if you don't attend. So that's another way to think about Cooper, it. Cooper, James, thanks for joining us for another quick money donut donut hole. If you want to get more episodes, make sure that you subscribe to wherever you're listening to and leave us a rating and review. Thanks, everybody.